You're listening to the Beauty Business Podcast, and today we're talking all about how to really get your spa noticed by winning awards. Well, that's what I thought we were focusing on, but as you'll hear from today's guest, just entering the awards can have a huge positive impact on your business. But if you want to get the most out of the process and stand the best chance of winning, then listen on. You're listening to the Beauty Business Podcast, now with over a quarter of a million downloads worldwide. Now, this is the podcast for you if you run an independent beauty salon, skin clinic, or spa. I'll help you reach your business goals through simple, practical, and focused business information and advice that I've learned and implemented working with spas and salons over the last 20 years. So if you want more money or more clients for your business, or you'd like a bit more time back for yourself, then you are in the right place. I'll show you exactly what you need to do. And who am I? Well, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I'm your host here on the show. Now, let's get into today's episode. Whoa. So if you're still reeling from the eight-episode extravaganza that was last week here on the podcast, well, me too. But it's back to regular programming and just the one episode this week, and it's the perfect follow-up to last week's actual episode, talking all about what makes a good spa great with Daphne Metland. Now, in that episode, we talked a little bit about the Good Spa Awards, which took place on Monday, just gone. And I was lucky enough to have been there. Now, unfortunately, they don't yet have an award for the best spa podcast, so I didn't win anything. But it was an amazing event. And it got me really thinking just how valuable it is for a spa or a salon or a clinic to receive that recognition that comes with winning an award and being singled out in the market amongst your competition as being the best. Now, just look at the faces of the winners and the teams that worked in the winning spas. Just just the look on their faces was enough to see just how important that recognition was and how much it means to the teams as well as the owners and the managers. But that's actually just one of the effects. Now, there's obviously a huge commercial benefit to winning awards. You know, you get to be that award-winning salon or the winner of the best spa 2019, which instantly raises you up a level in the minds of both your existing clients and any potential new clients that's looking for somewhere to visit. Now, let's face it, it's not going to do your business any harm now, is it? So I wanted to follow up last week's episode with one specifically dedicated to the topic of entering and, if you follow today's guest's advice, winning more awards for your beauty business. Now, when it came to thinking about who to bring on talk about this subject, well, it was kind of one of those no-brainer decisions for me. You see, one of my very best friends in the industry just happens to be possibly the most, or certainly one of the most prolific award winners of the last few years. I think when we counted them up, we racked up 22 high-level industry awards that she's been responsible for, including multiple Best Spa and Best Spa Manager awards several years running. Not only that, but she's a huge fan of the show. So when I asked her to join us today, well, she said yes right away. I am, of course, talking about Helenina Gresk, my good friend and also colleague, as she's currently the general manager of the UK Spa Association. Now, I love it when I learn new things while speaking to the guest on the show. And today was no exception. I learned that what we tell our kids is absolutely true. It's not the winning, it's the taking part that really counts. Well, when it comes to entering awards for your business, whether as the business itself or as an individual, it really is the taking part that's the most important bit. Yeah, obviously, 
taking part and winning is obviously better. So if you want to find out and understand why you should be entering awards and exactly what you should be doing to give yourself the very best chance of winning, and of course, all the great things that come along with that, then take the next 30 minutes to join Helena and I as we tell you all about getting your spa or your salon on the map by winning more awards. So I would like to welcome to the show today a very good friend of mine, Helena Gresk. Helena, welcome to the show. Morning, Adam. Thank you for having me on the podcast. No, you're very, very welcome. Um, Now, we are talking today about um, awards, how to get your spa or your salon on the map by winning awards and everything around that topic, because let's face it, you're a bit of an expert on that. Um, And we'll get into that uh, uh, in a moment. But... um, We've obviously known each other for a few years now. Um, We're very good friends. We just spent a a few days together at a a conference in the UK here. But for those who don't know you, could you just give us a bit of a a background into you, where you started out, your kind of journey through this wonderful world we call Spa, right up to where we are today? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's um, it's completely accidental that I arrived into (laughs) the the Spa industry, which I'm sure is actually the case for many of us. Um, I started off in hospitality, being a little bit unsure what I wanted to do with life. Mm-hmm. When I was 23, I decided to purchase a tanning salon. That was still, you know, something that was quite um, topical at that time. There, mm-hmm. were, there was tanning salons popping up left, right and centre. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. So I decided one day I was going to go and buy one. So I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> ran that for a couple of years. Um, obviously had team doing treatments and um, nails and things like that uh-huh. actually really loved it and decided it was going to be the career path that I wanted to go down so toddled myself off to college and went and did some courses including level three in beauty therapy holistic therapies um you name it I have a certificate <laughs> for it generally is how that went so yeah after a couple of years I decided I wanted to go and work in um, a larger kind of more commercial business so I crossed over into um, Reaqua, which then moved across into Dove Spa, ran a site for them in Hale Barnes for eight or nine years and did a regional role for them, looking after properties from the Midlands um, upwards in the UK. And yeah, then went back into hospitality, brought the love of spa and hotels together as one, working for McDonald Hotels. And my last operational role was the pre-opening of the spa at the Midland in Manchester. So after four years running that operationally and being on the board of the UK Spa Association with your lovely self, um, actually then moved across into the general manager role for the UK Spa Association in October of last year. Amazing. So you've really kind of, you've kind of really spanned the industry really, starting off in, like you say, in the salon world and then moving into spa, hospitality again, bringing the two together again and pre-openings, all the different levels of spa. So you've really kind of seen it all, which is which is really why I wanted to talk to you about this today. Now, you mentioned there the spa at the Midland as being your last operational role. And that's really key to what we're talking about today. Because just reminders, when you were pre-opening and running the uh, the Midland, how many awards did it win? <laughs> um. Well, we won 
five awards within the first four months of opening. Wow. Across the span of being there, I think we got to about 17. Um, and obviously still winning because they won Best Urban Spa again this week at the Goods Bag Guide Awards. So they I think in my career, it's, it's in excess of 20 plus um at this point and yeah kind of lost count now sorry <laughs> i think we had it i think we had it 22 when we tallied up and uh, and looked into it yeah that probably sounds about right <laughs> so there you go about. so if there's anyone to talk to about you know the the process and the reason behind winning awards the benefits all those kind of things then then helena really is the person to talk to so we're going to get into all the detail in a second but just kind of in a nutshell just for anyone listening who's maybe thinking well i don't really know i don't really get the 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 benefits and the points behind um winning awards for spas you know i'm i'm maybe struggling uh with cash flow or to get clients or things like that so what's really in it for a spa to win a, a an award to be recognized that way oh well for me there are no reasons why not to to be perfectly honest a lot of the awards that you can enter are actually free and it's a great opportunity on so many levels to a have a really um great overview of how your business is actually performing hmm. um and the awards some of them can be viewed in different ways it can be public vote mystery shop there, there are a variety of different things but the, just entering the awards themselves is a huge marketing opportunity and it's a huge free marketing opportunity <laughs> to take your business out and put it directly in front of a whole new audience of people who you might not have tapped into before. If, you know, you enter the awards, you might have your own internal marketing campaign to help support with votes or for visibility further down the line once you've made that decision. But actually, just the the free PR and marketing that you get through the awards, um, the award organisation themselves is just absolutely huge. So, there is no reason for me. There's no reason why you wouldn't. It's an absolute no-brainer um, for attraction of new guests and even attraction of people. So, yeah, and I love that because when we were talking about this, you know, I think I probably had that same mentality as a lot of people of like, well, you enter your awards, you want to win the awards, and if you don't win the award, then that could be seen as maybe a bit of a failure. Um, so I think maybe that that puts people off. But you're absolutely right. Just the process of being involved in the awards process um, actually can be a huge benefit to the spa. Yeah, I mean, I think people, it's that mindset or mentality, isn't it, where people fear failure. Mm. And I think some people worry that maybe it's that whole thing of am I good enough, I think, isn't it? And I think a lot of people are scared to put themselves out there and maybe put themselves, their business, their team, in a position where they might go for something and not win. And it's that whole, it's the fear of rejection thing that we all have as yeah. humans, isn't it? We all want yeah. to be the best. We all want to win. And it, but actually the old, the good old saying of, you know, it's not just the winning, it's the taking part. I think when it comes to these kind of processes, that's an absolute kind of key thing for consideration because every failure if you want to label it that way is just a stepping stone towards success because yeah. you're still going to go through all of that process so you're going to be evaluating your business and maybe that might take you know critical thinking be and and again being critical of your business trying to set yourself out um 
as a third party kind of viewpoint on what your business is doing because it's all great for us all to go oh yes we are perfect everything's wonderful um and yes we're definitely the best but actually when you sit back and evaluate that truly of what that looks like it's a really great opportunity to say actually what can we do better Hmm. what are other businesses in our sector doing that we can we can learn from and grow and yeah, it's a, there is no failure for me. It's it's a great opportunity. It's great visibility. It's a good learning for you and for your team. And it's a great platform for your business, irrelevant of whether you win or not. Even if you get shortlisted, how exciting yeah. is that for a business and for a team to celebrate that kind of success and just... It's just lovely, isn't it? I, I, you know, I could talk about this subject forever <laughs> and ever. Well, it's great. Um, <laughs> there, there are no no's. Now, I'll tell you what's been interesting for me because I've never, uh, it's never hugely been a part of my world as, as, um, in my working with spas and salons, but the whole thing of awards. Um, but obviously now in my role as with the UK Spa Association and, and, and going to more of these events, I'm seeing more and more of these awards um, and obviously working with more salons as well. Um, and what's really surprising to me is the number of awards that are actually um, out there and available for spas to and salons to to enter. I kind of thought myself it was only really the 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 big trade ones that you would enter, but there's actually hundreds of regional ones as well. Yeah, there there are so many, but and, and that's a really good point actually, Adam. To be to be honest, that's something I think when you are going to make that business decision that you are going to enter an award it's equally as important that you do make sure that the awards that you do enter are the right ones for your business. Mm. Um, And regional ones are a good way to start. You know, if you do have that initial fear factor, you've never entered something before, then enter a smaller regional um, set of awards is a really good way to kind of dip your toe in the water with it and and have that experience. Because again, it's just another way that you can learn and, and grow and, have the opportunity to get that valuable feedback from external people often the smaller rewards in particular will tend to have a team of people that will come around and mystery shop your business and you you'll get a full evaluation of that mystery shop at the end so that's an amazing business tool to have yeah. to, from an industry expert who's got genuine feedback to critique your business you know if you were going to pay someone to come in to do that as a consultant you know you're going to be looking at absorbing some significant costs to get that kind of feedback so again just another reason why it why you should enter awards so use use the process to your advantage it's great idea absolutely so okay, so let's say we've we've got that through to people. People are on board with us now. They're thinking, actually, yeah, maybe an awards is something that I want to look at doing. Where should people start? Where where should people kind of go for? If if regional is a really good place to kind of go for, how do you start finding out about what awards there are available and the ones that you and your business should apply to? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, consult Google. Obviously. <laughs> The oracle that is Google, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are there are so many awards. I think my first award experience was with Professional Beauty back in 2009. Um, I was nominated by my employers for um, Manager of the Year in the Women in Business Awards, mm-hmm. um, which was the first award experience that I, I'd ever had and actually was fortunate enough to to win um and it was such a great process i 
had never considered entering anything kind of before that. And it was actually off the back of that experience that has made me have the passion I have for awards and what they can do for you as an individual or for you as a business. So I think a lot of the the smaller regional ones are really way are really a good way for you to kind of look at how you benchmark your business against your local competitors and peers. And it's a really good opportunity to see what happens and understanding what sets your business apart from the competition. So it, it really does need to pay a really important kind of part in the business overall marketing strategy. Yeah. And actually, um, I can't, I, something that I hadn't fully realized, I, I don't know if I'd given it a huge amount of thought, but I hadn't fully realized that for a lot of awards, you actually had to apply for them. I kind of thought that sort of there were some magical awards gods that came out and kind of looked at all the businesses that fell into that category and then picked one out of the blue. Um, so it was kind of an, an eye-opener to me when I started kind of being involved with uh, awards and actually being some judges as well, that that you actually had to put yourself forward for them. And I'm, I'm not entirely sure that everyone doesn't realise that. Yeah, no. I mean, you'd be very fortunate to sit back in your business and wait for somebody else to put you forward for an <laughs> award. <laughs> and, and I think that's another thing, isn't it? It's like maybe we don't have the confidence or belief to yes. to go to put ourselves up there on a pedestal and say, you know, I think I'm good enough. Mm. I mean, categorically as as, as humans, um, it's not necessarily in our nature to put ourselves out there and push ourselves out of our comfort zone to go out into industry amongst our peers and amongst our competitors and actually say, no, I believe I am the best. Um, <laughs> but you absolutely have to, because if you won't, nobody else is going to go and do it for you more often than not. Um, yeah, and why not? I would advocate every single business across all sectors, um, not just in our industry, but you know, the hospitality industry do it so, so well. If you look at the restaurant awards mm, and the yeah. hotel awards, and you know, it's a massive thing people seek validation um you know 88 percent of consumers make their spa or beauty business choices based on a third-party recommendation of some description you know people are going online if it's hotels looking at TripAdvisor. Yep. people looking at google reviews treat well tr- i can't speak today treat well reviews there are so many different kind of platforms out there now that are looking at them. And that's where the consumer is going. The, the consumer want reassurance, whether that be through a website or through recommendation from someone they know to say, this is the place that you need to go. What better way to give your business that credibility, recognition and validation than being able to put, you know, these fantastic award logos on your website, on yep. your collateral. It's just, yeah, it, everybody has to do it <laughs> <laughs> okay um, and, and you're right it's there's, there's no easy way to suddenly add um kind of gravitas and and prestige to your business than to be able to say the award-winning salon or the award-winning spa or even or even the finalist you know even even saying yeah. you're the finalist in something suddenly suddenly puts you over and above any competition in your area yeah absolutely even just as i said before it's it taking part is just as valuable as winning actually um you know you've got all the the insights of going through the actual process 
itself mm. but you know you, you've you've still got that just to to have that visibility that opportunity of that free pr in marketing for your business um even just to be announced a shortlist that might not say yes you were the absolute best but it definitely sits you on a on a platform where to everybody looking in mm. it puts you in the best now, no matter what type of beauty business you own or run, spa, clinic, salon, you know that on a daily basis, you have to wear a lot of different hats, especially when you have a team. And while some of those hats are great, like the making your clients feel wonderful or the getting shortlisted for an award hat, others like filing taxes and running that payroll hat, not so great. That's where today's sponsor, Gusto, comes in. You see, Gusto basically makes everything to do with payroll, taxes, and all the practical bits of managing your team easy for small businesses. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes, so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and 401ks for your team. Oh, and you can also get direct access to certified HR experts too, to help you out. Now, we've partnered with Gusto here at the Beauty Business Podcast because we think, well, they're awesome. And we're not the only ones either. In fact, Gusto has been voted the best online payroll software for 2018, the best HR software for 2019, best benefits and administration software of 2019, and best of all, Gusto integrates with your existing online tools that you're already using to make your life easier. Things like QuickBooks, Xero, Google, and loads more. Oh, and 77% of their business customers say that Gusto takes tedious tasks off their plates, saves them time, and, well, makes their business lives easier. Sound good? Well, if you want a special bonus, our friends over at Gusto are giving listeners of the Beauty Business Podcast a whole three months of service for free when you run your first payroll. Now, this is one of those hats that you're going to be glad you decided to give up. So to try a demo and see the magic for yourself, just go to gusto.com forward slash BBP. That's gusto.com forward slash BBP. Trust me, you're not going to regret it when you do. Yeah. Definitely puts you in that category, doesn't it? Absolutely. So you've identified the awards that you want to go for, whether it be regional, whether you want to, you know, go straight in for a national award or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I guess you've got the next stage, which is really which award, which category within those awards that you apply for. If there are multiple ones within the the health and beauty or the, the spa um, side of things in those awards. So kind of how do you have any tips on on deciding which category you should apply for and, and indeed how important that is yeah definitely 100 percent um you know that as you said there are so so many awards out there that you can apply for and you know great apply for everything but actually what is your message then to your guest um it, it's really important that you identify the niche or the USP or whatever you want to call it within your business. And you have to understand what is your brand story? Where is your business? What are, what are you wanting to be? What do you want your business to be known for, for being the best at? Right. So, I mean, the, my process in any business when we're going through this process is always to sit back and say, right, what are we the best at? Or what do we want to be known for being the best at? Is it that we want to be the best for customer service? Is it that we want to be the best day spa, the best urban spa, whatever that might look like? And then you've got to then sit back and say, okay, that's where we want to be. Does that align with our brand story? What are the core values in our business? Because if you start just 
and don't get me wrong, winning an award is obviously great recognition. We know that. But where does that sit with your business values and your business story and your immediate market? So if the message is right and you know where you want to be situated within that, you've almost got um, a perfect opportunity to have that additional recognition by having an accolade that is perfectly labelled for what you want to be recognised for. So it's then understanding how you evolve your business to take you on that route. So, for example, if you want to be recognised for being the best for customer service, Mm -hmm. then you need to identify that within your business and, and understand what unique things you do within your business that would make you the best for customer service. What is it about you, the experience that you deliver to your guests each and every day through quality, consistency? What do you do with your team that delivers that? And ultimately, once you've made the decision what you need to enter, you need to align everything that's happening within your business to make sure that if you are fortunate enough to to get that far and be shortlisted, it, when that mystery shopper comes into your business, that you can deliver all of those things. So there's a there's a bigger picture to just entering. Don't just enter everything. <laughs> um, you know, you, you could enter everything, but you, you know what? It, it's hard work. You know, when you enter into these things, it's not just filling in a form and then sitting back and waiting for it to happen. Yeah. You've got to do, there's lots of activity around it. So yeah, choose them wisely. So that's that's the activity bit that I want to get into next. So if someone's the you've you've decided what your what the awards are that you're going to apply for, you've established the category that you want to go for and aligned that to your business, um, and, and that's what you want to be known for. So then the next thing I guess is well, actually, just a word on on if you were looking into these awards as well, and you say had a choice between ones that were. Uh, voted for by the public or voted for by a panel of experts is is there any consideration there as to which one you should go for if you're new to awards oh i think they both hold great value mm-hmm. i think if you haven't ever entered any awards before going down the route of awards that will be um mystery shocked if you like mm-hmm. will bring you i, I mean I, I touched on it slightly earlier but you're going to get an external expert third party review and feedback on each and every segment of your business right through from the the initial booking the whole guest experience the treatment the standards cleanliness all of those things so that is an incredibly valuable piece of information to be able to take yeah. away from an experience so i think from a from a first initial thing that's a great way to start because you know don't enter the first award and maybe expect that you're going to win it's a process mm-hmm. um it's like prepare you know if you were an athlete you would train and prepare and and be coached to get yourself to that level and it's exactly the same that's the mindset you need to have within your business you're not going to do you're not going to enter into you know the olympics year one of deciding you're going to become an athlete (laughs) it takes time to get there and you do have to have that mindset of you 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 might enter but you might not win the first time but actually what you'll do to develop your business and your personal self on that journey is equally as valuable excellent so you you've done all that you've filled in the form 
or however you enter um, the application process, the form, the, the web page, whatever. And you're like, right, we're going to do this. We're going to win. We're going to, well, we're going to aim to win, but we're going to be happy with the whole process because we're going to learn everything from that as well. What's the next thing, the thing that, that comes after that? What's the next thing that a, a salon owner, spa manager should do following the, the decision and, and the filling in of that actual application form? Well, see, so you've obviously you've made the decision of which award, which awards are the right awards for your business. So you're already on the right track. <laughs> but now you you need to make sure that you're preparing. So hopefully, when you've made that decision of which award you're going to enter, mm-hmm. you've already then ensured that the brand story and what's happening within your business is setting you up for success to win it's important to get the buy-in of your team on board as well and I think that's a a big thing for me throughout the process of things I've done over the years you you need to be confident that you can deliver that quality and consistency to each and every single guest each and every day um so, so it's about preparing the team as well as the business it's great to look at does the environment merchandise well is the customer journey right and and all of those other things which yes of course are important you know are the fresh flowers in reception you know is it welcoming does it smell nice is the music right and and all those other things that we all think about the sensory aspects of the journey but actually the team plays such a vital part of it because you can you can enter into everything and, and think that your usps are all right but if your team aren't engaged and aren't on board with what you're trying to deliver actually that one person having that bad day on the day that the mystery shopper comes in can just take all that away from you Uh, so it is important that you do invest in your team and and I think when you when you are entering awards it's building that culture within the business itself it's not just you as an owner or as a manager saying oh I want us to enter this because I believe it actually needs to be um, a bigger process of involving everybody else within the business and I think if you do build that award-winning culture that shows because people are on board I know when when my team particularly the team at the Midland when we were entered into anything and we and we knew that we were shortlisted and we were going to have that mystery shopper come in or we were going to go to public vote the team used to get so excited and it, you'd have that thing of like the therapists are come running out to reception going, oh, I think this lady might be the mystery shopper. <laughs> you know, and it, it and it's lovely and it's exciting and they all get really on board and you know, they're all on they're all kind of at the top of their game because they don't want to be that person in that lets the team down. Right. They want to be the therapist that gets named in the mystery shop review for for doing the review that ultimately wins the business the award at the end of it. So, you know, team do play a big part of it, but it's preparing for to if you're going to get shortlisted if you wait until the point of being announced as as a finalist if it's going to public vote in particular to do anything on plan kind of a, a marketing process for for votes you've kind of left it a bit late because yeah. if you think about you've obviously you've gone through you've done your research you've decided which is the right award for your business you've then gone through that process I would hope for a number of months to make sure your business is at the top of its game in the area that you're entering yourself into mm-hmm. but then you know if you don't have a plan for how you're then actually going to gain the votes if you do get shortlisted you've almost put all of that hard work and research in for nothing so yeah 
you've got to have a strong plan of how you're going to deliver that as well if you want to win it's you need to have a game plan yeah and i mean we moved on there to the sort of the side benefits of entering the awards and like you say um you know just just being in the process of of in an awards process for a team it's great it really raises morale because they know that they're going for this thing and like you say it's it creates this sense of excitement amongst them, especially if they know that there's a mystery shopper coming in in a certain period of time. Um, that sort of friendly competition that it, it raises between them as, as wanting to be that named person. So, so yeah, there are all these side benefits as well. So, so team kind of raising team morale as well. And we were talking about marketing because there's kind of the two sides of marketing for, for awards. There's just the fact of being in an award, nominated for award, however the award process works kind of gives you something to use in your marketing and talk about, which we're all struggling for at, at the end of the day with social and all the different forms of, of marketing we've got to do. So you get to talk about it. You get to tell your 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 clients about it, your potential clients about it, and, and kind of get them excited as well, I suppose. Yeah. I, I, do you know, it's always really nice when you when you get announced as a, even just at the shortlisting stage of something. It's it's lovely for your guests as well because they instantly have that little thing of oh yes my the spa where I go or the salon where I go. <laughs> it's not, you know it, it, it's again it's that's like human nature thing, isn't it? We all mm. like it's the Mrs. Bouquet syndrome, it isn't is. it? We all we all want to go to the best and be the best yeah. and go to the one you know better than our neighbour or our best friend and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, so it is. It's important if you can um, kind of home in on that and get your buy-in, especially if it's a public vote. If if your guests really see the value and they see they almost live and breathe your brand, they they choose to come to your business mm. probably for all the reasons that you're entering the yeah. award in the first place. So you know they're your biggest advocate already so they they would usually be a hundred percent behind you but actually if you don't scream and shout about it in the business and you don't have that visibility immediately within your business to get them to vote actually they're probably not going to know they're not going to be following professional beauty or the good spark guide awards or anybody else on social media because that's not the industry that they work in yes they come and have treatments and they come to your salon or spa, but they don't understand what that looks like outside. They won't, as a consumer, be exposed to that generally anyway. So you've got to make sure that you're sharing that with them and making them really feel part of the process because ultimately you're you're winning, actually. Once you've put all the hard work in, if your guests don't vote for you, then you probably won't win. Yeah, especially if it's that public vote. But mm-hmm. I love that. There's there's the two sides of that there. So there's, yeah, absolutely. Everyone wants to be the one who says, oh, yes, I was going to that spa or that restaurant before they were famous, before they won the awards. I was in the know before then. And there's two sides of that. So it's it's great for, for existing customer loyalty because they're going to keep coming back because they want to keep coming to their their own little spa that they've helped, you know, get to this award-winning level. But equally, they're going to tell their friends. And other people are going to want to come to this newly newly award-nominated spa as well. So it's great for new client acquisition as well. So you really need to kind of jump on it as a marketing side of things as well. There's the PR value as well because the the I guess the awards company is going to be putting in effort to to shout about the awards and 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 let it be known who's part of them as well. So is there anything more that you can do around there to kind of boost that part of of, of the benefits too? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you your initial plan to decide to go into awards needs to really be more or less a 12-month strategy, in my opinion. You've got to, 
it's it's not something that you please don't listen to this podcast and go and enter an award tomorrow um, <laughs> <laughs> that's next week <laughs> you know it's it's a it's an opportunity to make change in your business but you've got to do it in a bit of a strategic way really yeah. so I've always had a main marketing strategy for each business that I've worked with him and within that marketing strategy there has been a strategy for awards um and it's a bit of a it's a bit of a tiered approach isn't it so you know we've gone through the process of deciding to enter do the research which one's right for your business Mm -hmm. preparing your business to win and entering but actually once you've then gone through that there are other things that you need to consider as well so obviously securing the securing the votes is a key one but you need Mm -hmm. to think what's your external campaign going to be so what are you already using within your business? How do you reach your consumer? Um, you know, through social media, through e-shots, what, what does that look like? I mean, messenger marketing, there are loads of different methods of doing that now. You need to make sure that you've got all your aces in their places, I suppose, is the right <laughs> way. Um, but, you know, you've got to have competitions. You've got to be thinking about how are you going to engage, A, your guest, yep. B, people who aren't your guest. How can you reach out? to those additional people to get their buy-in, to engage them, to vote for your business. So, you know, we've all seen the like-share culture on social media. So if you already know, well, you're entering, you're planning to win. (laughs) So at that point, this stuff should already be in place. You should think, I want to be shortlisted. I need to have a plan. If we are shortlisted, what are we going to do? How are we going to have engagement when that happens? So you need to have your external campaign in place. You need to have a competition ready to run. You need to have all your mechanisms in in salon or in spa to get your guests each and every day to vote. Because whilst you have loyalty from your guests who visit and who've, you know, Mary up the road who's been coming in for nine years, that's great. Of course you'll probably vote. But there'll be all your the new guests as well and, and people who've maybe been in once or twice but have lapsed and not been in for a while. And it's how do you re-engage with all those people? So you've got to have a definite plan for doing that. And, you know, competitions are great. Everyone loves a freebie. Um, and if you position it in the right way, then it can be a really good opportunity to, again, push that exposure out. And you'll have whichever award you've entered, they'll be doing all their PR and marketing as well. So it's how you engage with that. It's yep. commenting um, on their on their social media. It's liking and sharing their posts and just raising visibility. And, you know, to get that kind of organic growth, you, you've got to kind of be looking at different ways where you can reach out to new audiences as well. Love it. Love it. So... We've kind of covered, so you, you you may be entering your first award or a first, second award. You are absolutely, obviously you're in it to win, definitely. You're not aiming not to win, but you are accepting that maybe the first few times you're you're possibly not going to win, but you're, you're sort of learning the process and getting these additional benefits as well from going through the process. But... Let's say you get you get everything right, you get everything lined up, you've got your clients on board, you've got your marketing strategy in place, and you actually get to the the last, say, two or three, and you get invited to the, because there's usually some sort of award ceremony, you get invited to the award ceremony itself. How important is it to actually make the effort to go along to that ceremony? Oh, my gosh. Why would you put yourself <laughs> through this whole process if you were going to go and celebrate? I mean... It's just it, it you you just think this journey that we've just 
spoken about mm. in the last, I don't know, 20 minutes or half an hour. But, you know, the reality of that journey in your business is such a long process. Yep. And you've put a lot of hard work and effort into it. And your team have put, hopefully, the same amount of hard work and effort into it. How lovely is it? even just from a team building perspective to have the opportunity to I don't know even if from an affordability perspective you can't afford to take the whole team Mm. can you take that and showcase that superstar in your business can you take the therapist with you who did do the mystery shop can you take with you the person who's looked after the marketing or the receptionist who's been really engaging and got all your guests voting and literally spoken to every single person who's crossed the threshold of your business <laughs> for the eight <laughs> weeks that the voting period's happened. You know, it's a lovely opportunity to go to be able to network with other people, actually meet people from other businesses. And we all need to take the mindset out of, you know, oh, it's a competitor. We can't speak to them because yeah. they're the down, they're the rival down the road. Yeah. You know, we're all much stronger when we work together and we can learn from each other and support each other. So, you know, when you go, if you're fortunate enough to get the opportunity to go to an award ceremony and be in an environment where you can truly celebrate the success of your business, your team, and all other businesses in our industry, it's absolutely, why would you not go to do that? I mean, we all like to drink Prosecco these days, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's a given. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention, obviously, that uh, the press... The press loves an award ceremony. So simply by being there, simply by being one of those like finalists, you know, you can raise the profile yet again of your of your own business, your salon, your spa, your clinic, um, and and talk to the press and, and really, I guess, enjoy it, but use it as a networking opportunity as well. Oh, it's a huge networking opportunity. I mean, you know, it's an opportunity to get dressed up and go and celebrate, but, you know, get your pictures on social media, stand in front of the the big awards, um, <laughs> awards stand, share it on social media, share the fact that you're there with your, with your followers, make sure, you know, even do some wives if you're that kind of, you know, that kind of person who's got that confidence. Earlier on in the night, not so much after the Prosecco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah, before 10 p.m., maybe don't do anything <laughs> after 10 p.m. But it, it's a lovely opportunity to do that. And as you said, Adam, you know, PR is a big thing. And if you, you'll you you'll have all the industry journalists, you'll have the judges, mm-hmm. everybody else will be there. Get yourself out and network. Speak to people. Introduce yourself to everyone that you pass. Shake the hand. Let them know who you are, where you're from make an impact, make them remember you for next year because, yes, you might not have won this time round, but you're absolutely going to apply again for next time round because you'll already have had such a buzz from going through the process. And being at the awards, it's so inspiring and actually can be such a moving experience, Um, especially sometimes I find at the regional awards in particular as well, um, where they are maybe smaller or independent-run businesses. and yeah. it's, they, it matters it so be, much to them, doesn't it? It shows you, yeah. yeah. It's like I've I've sat in a room of a 1,000 people and I had a lump in my throat because, like, one person who's gone up to collect an award it has, like, emotionally dragged me into that moment with mm. them where you can see it's such a huge thing and it's so overwhelming for them that they literally, um, they struggle to speak and it's like, you can see genuinely how overwhelming it is for them to have their business valued in such a way. I mean, that's just priceless, isn't it? It is, yeah. I think it's it's always therapist of the year that gets me. 
I know, oh, I, I know, I know. We're very much talking about you know entering the awards as a business, but we shouldn't forget that you know it's it's entirely possible to enter awards as an individual therapist, and when they get up there and it's just them and they've put all that work in themselves, oh my goodness, yeah, they they're always the one that get you. That, that that is always a lovely one. They are so lovely though, aren't they, to win? And, and but do you know that's a good point though, just on team as well. I know we we spoke about you know the consumer attraction piece of new guests into your business, but. You know, if you are that that business that's shortlisted or indeed the business that's won this this award or all of these awards or wherever you are in your journey, that's a massive attraction piece for people as well. You know, we we talk all the time in our industry about the challenges that we've got with recruitment and retention. We know that we've not got enough young people coming into our industry. Uh, and we speak every day about the challenge that we've got. We've not got enough therapists and we lose people out of our sector. So, you know, when we're looking at this attraction piece, it's not even just thinking about the guests, it's thinking about people as well. It's like, if you're known to be the best salon or spa in your area, obviously those young people who are in college studying to come into our industry, they're looking, you know, aspirationally of where they might want to work. And absolutely, that's a platform for your business to be the business that comes and takes the cream of the crop from industry as they're yeah. as they're coming out. So Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. as I said, there are no there are no negatives to entering at all. There are only positives. But you know, when you are thinking about the attraction side of it, think about the team and the possibilities that that opens you up from a retention perspective, from a recruitment perspective, as well as retention. Because if your team are working in an award winning exciting environment where they feel valued and cared for and they're on board with that journey they're probably going to stay rather than go to the salon or spa up the road that isn't so it's not just about client retention staff retention attracting new staff attracting the best staff absolutely there's like you say there's there's no downsides now all of these things that we're talking about where you've said it's not a small amount of work to enter and win an award um it's it is a strategy it's a, a longer term game and we said earlier on, you know, you need to make sure that you're entering just the ones that align properly with your spa or your salon or your clinic. But I guess because uh, I know there was one year when you were at the, the the Midland Hotel and you just you just won everything. It was sort of embarrassing after a while. Um, but I guess what you did there was was you sort of you picked all of the awards from all of the categories that that still fit. And because you were putting in that that kind of generic efforts of making sure everything was right in in the spa and the salon. You know, you were able to enter all those awards and kind of capitalize on all those efforts to be nominated and shortlisted and ultimately win multiple awards in one year. Yeah, I, yeah, and I did. It was we were the spa at the Midland opened in June two thousand and fifteen, mm-hmm. so it's still a relatively new spa in the industry. I mean, it's got huge, incredible industry recognition at this point now because yeah. of the platform that it's been given through the awards that we entered. When I set off in the pre-opening stages, it was already part of the plan that we would go out and have this strategy to win awards because, A, we wanted credibility. Mm -hmm. We wanted to be validated. We wanted to help boost our reputation. You know, we wanted recognition for what we were doing. And I think when you're in particularly a new business well, you don't have that client that lo- you don't have the client loyalty you don't have the reputation people don't know who you are so 
the award was a, a real platform um, for us to raise awareness of here we are with Spartan Midland. Yes, we're new. But you know what? We're here. We're making noise. And actually, we're really good at what we do. And I think, yeah, there, there was a point where there was actually probably a few too many. I think I bought more <laughs> more dresses that night, that year than um, I've ever bought in my, in my life. My credit cards were seriously hindered. Um but yeah, it, it was it was it was still it wasn't entering everything. It was still done strategically. Yeah. We entered categories that made sense for us as a new business. We entered, you know, best newcomer. We entered best urban spa because we were a city spa. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, there was still there was a, still a lot of thought process that went through into making that decision. But actually, what that did was within four or five months of opening, we had half a dozen awards under our belt. Yeah, it seriously within, put you on the map. Yeah, within 12 months of opening, we had international recognition for being one of the best spas in the world. Yeah. So, you know, you've, you've got to sometimes put yourself out there. And we'd only been open. We had teething problems. We still had some snagging things going on and all <laughs> that kind of boring post-pre-opening kind of drama. Um, but if we hadn't put ourselves out there and put ourselves on the line, and we didn't win everything that we entered. We weren't shortlisted for everything that we entered. But actually, the learning curve of the journey that we went on through winning those was what tangibly delivered us to where we were for the following year and yep. the year after that. And every single year when we sat down in Q3 of the year, you know, the year prior to next year, we sat down, looked at next year's 12-month plan and 100% awards was part of the strategy that went into that marketing strategy for the big picture because we knew we needed to have that it 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 was about the consumer piece and obviously all those things I already said validation recognition reputation but actually it became a huge revenue driver for us as well so off the back of the awards we always had a bit of a, a thank you campaign remembering if your consumer is taking the time to vote for you mm-hmm. it's all it's actually nice to recognize that that's appreciated and then that's valued Hugely. because yeah, yeah. people can easily just think oh we don't need to don't need to vote for them because they'll win anyway because mm-hmm. they always win actually that's not true and if if we don't secure the votes then you're probably not going to win so i think it's important to always have that follow-up as well so the the, I think a couple of years ago, the year before last carpet now, we ran um, one particular campaign off the back of an award win. Um, I think it was Best Urban Spa at the Good Spa Guide Awards 2017, it was actually. Um, and we put a consumer campaign together for afterwards. And it was, um, it was a day spa offer and it was basically, it was luxury urban escape. And it was <laughs> with the urban key in there because that was the award that we won. Nice. And we sent it out to all of our database as a big thank you as a celebration that we had won and as a thank you to them because actually we wouldn't be where we are we wouldn't have the platform and the recognition that we had if our guests had not taken the time to vote for us as well as doing that though we gave them a huge thank you we put together a promotion but they then all went oh my gosh my spa my spa where I go. <laughs> My award-winning spa, yeah. <laughs> that I voted for have just won. Oh, shall we go again? And then they share it on social media. They pass it on to a friend. Then they think, oh, should a few of us go? 
And I think off the back of it, we generated something like £11,500 of net treatment revenue. It was only valid for six weeks. So if you can do that and switch that on in your business, I don't know, two or three times a year, on top of your already existing revenue, then, you know, we we all want more money, right? We're all running commercial businesses. That's ultimately why we're here. So as well as all the other things and and the recognition and the validation and the accolades, more money in the bank, Sounds more good. money to invest into other things, more profitability. Um, yeah, it, that, like I keep saying this, but there are no no's to why you should enter. Everyone <laughs> I love it. Enter. I love it. So even even when you've even when you've got to that point, you've shortlisted, you won, you won the award. Your job's still not quite over yet because there's still a little bit extra to be got from it by. <laughs> By getting on there and, and creating that promotion and putting it out to those that helped you get there. That's amazing. Helena, thank you so much for your time today. It's been it's been lovely having you on the show. I don't again, I've said this a couple of weeks ago when I spoke to Helena. Let's get the names <laughs> right. Um I I'm not entirely sure why it's taken me so long to have you on the show, but I'm so glad that you have shared the time with us today. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And yeah, really enjoyed it. Hopefully, if we can inspire some businesses to go out there and have an award-winning strategy um, today, just off listening to our podcast, then we can help inspire some people in our industry to go out there and showcase their business. I'd love that. I'd love that. And yeah, if you do go out there and, and enter into awards after listening to this, let us know how you get on. You know, come back to us, let us know, share it in the, uh, the group online and we'll uh, help spread the word for you as well. Thank you again, Helena. Thank you, Adam. Okay, what do you think about that? Now, I personally never realised all the great things that come with just entering awards, even if you don't end up winning them. But as Helena says, each award you enter simply helps you up your game and makes you and your business better, not only for the next time you enter for another award, but in terms of the service levels, the client loyalty, the staff loyalty, and of course, the revenue opportunities that you have going on in your business every single day. And like she says, there really is no reason not to be entering awards at all. So do the research, take the plunge, and of course, let us know how you get on. Now then, I like to reward my most loyal listeners of the show that listen right up to the very end of the podcast. Yeah, that's this bit. So I want to let you, yes, you personally, be the very first to hear about something that's going to get your 2020 off to the most amazing start in your business. Now, after the success of my beauty business bootcamp back in February of this year, 2019, I'm bringing it back again, but this time right at the start of January to get your year off to an incredible start. Now, this time it's going to be bigger and better than before. I can't tell you too much about just now exactly what's going to happen, but I will give you a couple of hints. There's going to be more daily practical strategies and challenges to really let you see a difference in your business in just one week. But not only that, every day I'm going to be right there live on your phones and your computers with a daily dose of motivation and ready to answer your questions as they come in. Best of all, the whole thing is still absolutely free. Now, there's going to be loads more and some surprises too. But for now, if you'd like to make a step change in your business at the start of 2020, challenge yourself and see some real results in a week, then head over to thebeautybusinesspodcast.com 
forward slash bootcamp. That's beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash bootcamp and get yourself registered. Get your name down now and be the very first to hear about everything that's happening, everything that's coming up as we sneak out more information over the coming weeks. See, it's totally worth listening to the end of the episode, isn't it? Okay, that's it for me. I'm going to be back next week for another edition of the show. So I'll see you back here in a week or less. Have an amazing week in your business. Check out some of the awards for next year that you're going to enter and remember to take action and let us know how you get on as well. Okay, that's it for me. Bye for now.